Hello. Hey. <laughs> All right. Um, so I kind of found the questions that we that I texted you the other day. Um, but to start, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. You can go first, and then we can go live. Okay. So I'm Ash. Right now, I am not employed, <laughs> but I'm a practicing self healer, and I hope to practice on other people one day. So right now, I'm just on my journey and learning more about myself through poetry, writing, um, music, and art. Nice to meet you, Ash. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, Ash is a really, really badass artist, um, really, really talented writer. Like, to be honest, not just because I'm their friend, but um, their art, their writing, always always leaves me feeling inspired and feeling like okay i'm not alone like i got this um do you want to plug your your blog yes my blog is spirituallyajar.blog i have two instagrams one personal is at ashantizi and the other is at get like shante and that is my art account definitely recommend checking out their blog um just full of wonderful wonderful writing that has helped me heal (laughs) um yeah for sure so my name is sun um i am currently in portland oregon i um am an ancestral healer Uh, my main healing modalities are tarot um and just intuitive energy healing um i am currently taking a break from doing tarot for others but um yeah (laughs) um what else can i say you know today's episode is going to be focused on the divine feminine and how to heal the divine feminine uh, within ourselves and what that means um to both of us and what that looks like for both of us. Um, and I felt really inspired to talk about this specifically with Ash because I feel like a lot of our friendship has been just witnessing one another's feelings and um, not only being able to resonate with each other, um, but also just, I don't know, it, to me it's been really liberating and empowering to have somebody else that is always kind of on a parallel uh, wavelength um, and experiencing parallel um, experiences. <laughs> that was so <laughs> <redundant>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I laughed a little hard. Um, but yeah, it's just really empowering not being alone. Um, so I like felt really called to discuss this with Ash specifically because I feel like we've already been doing this our whole friendship. Um, so yeah, that's like kind of the intention behind the episode. Um, Ash, anything you want to add? Well, thank you for explaining the intention. I feel like doing more things with intention is like something I really want to work on, like make it a daily practice and ritual. And especially with, you know, connecting to the divine feminine, that's like such a powerful force and people really need to talk about it more. So I'm glad that we're talking about it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so... um. I want to start with a question for you. 
um, and I can also answer it afterwards. But I just kind of want to know, first of all, what divine feminine energy looks like for you um, and how that shows up. Okay, so what it looks like for me is really in the realm of creating. Sometimes I get in like these manic episodes where I will just make a really big art piece at night like really late at night like three and i'll just be in my realm and like that to me is me really tapping into my divine feminine because i'm taking whatever materials i have and making something just to like basically release myself from not expressing if i don't have time throughout my day to express or i don't feel like i can express myself around certain people or in my household I'll like take a chunk out of my night and just stay up and make something. And I honestly don't know if you know this about me. I don't think I've told you this, but I do this like probably twice a month. <laughs> I'll make something really big. Yeah, I I didn't know it, but I feel like I could have guessed it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like before I would get random texts from me like at two or three in the morning. Or just like voice messages and you explaining like this big realization and i feel like i've also just experienced that like like you said those manic episodes of i need to create i uh, usually when i've been neglecting my creative side um so i could have guessed that for sure um and i could definitely see you just like staying up hella late at night making something because you need to like you need to release it yes also, um, I also, oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> no, 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 you, you, you. No, I won't forget. Okay. So, also something that's really, really big for me has been dancing. Mm. I really want to say dancing because that's such a big release and it's so healing for your sacral. Yeah. And I mean, dancing alone in your room. I mean, dancing when you're super drunk if you drink and just letting your body do whatever it wants. Like, even if you're like, this is weird. Why am I doing this? Like, why are you judging yourself when you're dancing alone in your room? I don't know. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) It's just so healing to just let your body lose. And I feel like when I was in Denmark, I did that a lot. And it really connected me to my body so I could heal my traumas. Just moving your body in general will connect you. Especially if you have problems with like body dysmorphia and things like that or you're super spacey and you don't really care for your physical body once you start like implementing movement it gets so much easier to feel like okay I am here I do exist wow oh well (laughs) and you're just gonna call me out like that (laughs) no um so okay first I wanted to touch on something that you said earlier about making something with whatever you have I feel like that's something that I I don't want to say I just realized but I'm continuously like trying to embody and trying to practice um, because for me divine feminine energy is abundant it's the energy of you know there's no boundaries it's limitless Um, and a lot of the times what prevents me specifically from creating is I feel like I need A, B, and C in order to create. Like, mm. oh, I, I need, you know, 
the right markers, you know, just something specific or like, I need, um, I don't know, just fill in the blank and I need that in order to create what I want. But it's not true. Like, um, first of all, that makes it seem like this creative energy is going to run out. And that's like the complete opposite of what divine feminine energy is for me and how I feel when I'm tapped into it. When I'm tapped into divine feminine energy, I feel like I'm boundless and like there's just so much to go around and there's always enough. And like I know that to be true in my body, like my body knows it and knows, knows that's the truth. And when I'm like out of balance or not nurturing my divine feminine energy, I feel the complete opposite. It's like a huge feeling of lack and a huge feeling of just not being able to like you said express right and release that um so yeah I just wanted to touch on that because it just really resonated and I was literally walking home today and was like huh if I just make something with what I have that'll be like me honoring my divine feminine energy like I was just literally thinking this on my walk oh my gosh we always do this (laughs) right yeah that's what I love too like we're always really in tune with with one another and just like again living parallel life (laughs) literally um yeah there's something else i wanted to say but it kind of left my mind oh the movement um so it's so funny that you bring that up Um, dance for me has been huge like i've been dancing since i was a kid not professionally or anything but just like the act of dancing is very familiar to me and is one of the things that has helped me grieve that has helped me you know get unstuck um and recently i started jogging and i don't like running i don't like how it feels (laughs) i don't like that my lungs are like help you know um but it's it's crazy because you you just like pinpointed what i was feeling and you you gave it words you (laughs) you described it perfectly like uh for me it is really hard to I guess stay in my body or take care of like my physical body that's one of my challenges um like I'm great at taking care of everything outside of myself but when it comes to myself especially my physical self uh I'm lacking a little bit or like I uh, I have to work extra hard and I noticed that on the days that I would run and the days that I would um you know intentionally go out and say okay this is for me I know I need to move my body I was just much more focused, much more aware, much more grounded, and much just like I can, yeah, just like much more in my body. So you said that just perfectly, and I was like, oh, that's what it was. Like, that was that feeling. Um, So first of all, thank you for putting that into words for me. And then second of all, why are you calling me? (laughs) (laughs) No, because like you said, we literally have the parallel lives. And I'm definitely someone who's always been like, I hate going to the gym. There's too much testosterone in here, like da 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 da. And all of that was just an excuse for me to still dissociate it, dissociate from the fact that I have a body and I need to move it. Mm. Yeah. Excuses. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a, the biggest fan of the like gym either, but I, exercise is really beneficial to my body. It's um, beneficial to your mental health too. Yeah. Yeah, my gosh. Yeah. Especially with the winter coming up, like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be important to still stay in movement. Mm -hmm. Um, I work at a 
my nine to five is like a um, a natural grocery store place, and you know it's retail. I'm constantly, you know, interacting with people, taking in so many energies, and for me, like movement is a way to release that out of my body. Because if not, I just like get to the point where I get so anxious, I am like choking, I can't breathe, I need to cry. So movement has been like an outlet for me to release that. But I definitely feel like um, the gyms can be <laughs> um, intimidating with like a lot of people, especially like masculine folks, taking up most of the space and not, you know, I don't know, gym bros, gym, no, <laughs> yeah. gym culture. Um, but you did share with me that you started going to the gym. How's that been going for you? It's been a good experience because I have a really good friend who's pushed me to continue to go. Mm-hmm. Like, she's someone who literally was like, we're signing up today, <laughs> you know? And when I was going through, like, a pretty depressive episode, she just, just still continued to text me and ask if I wanted to go. And I would say no. And then once I made it through, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go. And, like, her persistence really motivated me. And then now I'm with her at the gym and I've learned so much about my friend because I had no idea she was like so fit and she was so good at working out. And it's just like nice to have someone there motivating you and not like intimidating you too. Because you can go and like look around at people at the gym. Everyone's at their own pace. Like no matter what, it will motivate you to go harder because it's like, okay, like, you know, (laughs) I don't have to like be so mean to myself and my body. No one's Ooh. doing that here. <laughs> like no one's doing that here. You know, everything is all in your head. No one's yes. judging you. Oh my god. Okay. So I feel like I don't. I'm not. You know, physically going to the gym, but I'm going outside. And first of all, it's beautiful. Like I live in such a beautiful part of town, such a beautiful city in general. Um, there's like so many trees, and it's beautiful to jog um and I feel like my motivation has been seeing my partner bike to and from work every day um and that's been like okay if they can do it so can I like if they can do it every day I can get my ass up and out of bed and like out the door and go take in some fresh air exactly Um, and then like you just talking about like it's all in your head why are you being so mean to yourself that is what either walking or jogging has like helped me really realize and almost like um cut off is the mean mean talk the mean self-talk I didn't realize how mean I am to myself like I'm not mean to anybody else like I am not you know, I would not say these things to anybody else, to be honest. Like, I would not put them down like this. So why am I doing that to myself? Like, yep. why am I being so judgmental? I It's my first day of running. And like, I was literally, okay, my first day of running, literally thinking like, oh my God, why am I having such a hard time? <laughs> like, why, why aren't my lungs better? Why aren't, you know, why am I not sprinting? Um, looking around at other joggers like okay why am I not like as good as them and it's like dude it's your first day out here like mm-hmm. stop and I don't know it's just really helped me become aware of that self negative self talk um, cause it, it, gets, it can get bad if you don't 
check it it's progress too because you know how there's like a negative voice in your head there's also a positive and honestly the positive is just on whisper mode most of the time especially when you first start something it's like very quiet but there's those moments of still when you can really hear it so like I want to give an example too because your running story inspired me about a story when I was in Denmark mm-hmm. I was cycling a lot and the people there they cycle very hard and fast and they're rude <laughs> so if you're going slow you better scoot over to the side so anyways I'm cycling this one day and I remember I was like irritated because this old lady passed me and I was like oh my god am I that slow <laughs> And I remember thinking, like, whatever, it's not about her. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just keep cycling home. I'm not going to take a break because I was taking a lot of breaks all day. And then I just, like, had this brief thought. And I was like, why am I focusing on how long it's going to take me to get there instead of just focusing on each breath I take? I did that. I made it home. That's free game. Focus on your breathing with whatever you do. And then you'll forget that you're timing yourself or that you have a goal to make. I feel like almost very against making goals. I feel like just take your time processing what's happening now. So each breath, each single breath you take, focus on that and you'll get through anything you have to do. I love that because it just really brings you back to the present. Even as you were explaining that, taking a breath, I'm like, okay, (sighs) nothing is as messy or as difficult as it seems like if you just take that breath (laughs) (laughs) oh okay (laughs) i need that yeah yeah it really helps yeah um i don't know i feel like i really needed to slow down there um and it's it's crazy i was having this similar talk with my uh, with one of my clients um, we get on the call and we have like bi-weekly calls um, and she pops on to zoom right and instantly like just starts unpacking like I'm not even you know their therapist or their healer I'm like their virtual <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but healers work the clock 24-7 so um yeah so like instantly unpacking like i'm like hey how's your day and she's like ranting and like tears are coming up to her eyes and i'm like okay and i was like why don't we just take a moment before we get into work um to ground down and you know come into our bodies so i get my singing bowl and i'm like reading her in meditation and afterwards she was like damn i really needed that and it's hilarious because uh she's a postpartum doula and she's like, I literally tell my clients to take two minutes, two minutes of breath, two minutes for themselves. And here I am not practicing that. Um, mm. So same, like I needed to hear it from somebody else. Like it's, um, I think easier for you to tell other people <laughs> or for you to guide other people, but to practice it yourself is always like the, the challenge. Oh, 100%. I'm always surprised at, like, the things I say to others because I'm like, hello? Who was I going to say that to myself when I'm waiting? Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my partner like sneaks sneaks into the room. Um, yeah, it's not. I mean, like it's like you said, an everyday thing. It's progress. Um, and it's realizing like, hey, I'm still human. I'm still growing. It's okay for me to like have bad days and like make mistakes and you know be human. That's something that I feel like has changed my. Relationship with myself completely. I know we're talking about the divine feminine. I feel like we went on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> this is important too, though. Expressing yourself is divine femininity. Right. And we're expressing ourselves through talking about how exercise is important. Yeah. That's yeah. It. we're on Thank topic. You. We're on topic. <laughs> <Never> <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> um, I don't even know what I was going to say anyway. Yeah, I, I don't remember. It'll come back. Um. Okay, so one of my other questions was, what does healing the divine feminine energy within you look like? Um, Okay, so we talked a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. We talked about dancing, exercising, connecting to our bodies, um, creating art. Uh, We didn't really talk about going out in nature. So, um, for sure. That's something that is really important for me. Um, And even if that means like going to the nearest tree, if you live in a city, going to the nearest tree and sitting by it or finding a park that has like a good tree. Um, But nature is, is like the, the cure to it all. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm feeling stressed. Okay, go sit under a tree, look up, take some breath how are you feeling now usually I'm feeling 10 times better and I'm much more like logical clear-minded um and just grounded in general um what else um oh something that I really liked that you said earlier um that I feel like kind of encompasses what healing the divine feminine within me um looks like is you saying like expression right like allowing this energy to express itself allowing this energy to channel through us whether it's through dance through art through a conversation through the way that i've even like connected it to the way that i dress to what i'm wearing to the colors that i put on yes um, the colors right to the way that i'm nurturing myself um, like my physical body like it's connected to everything um, and I feel like I mean it's like you see it in in you know in our families you see it in just society as like a whole um, that that feminine energy is usually like told to shut up or to shrink or to um, or that it's just not allowed to express itself or, you know, deemed insane, deemed crazy, um, or just not, you know, just not allowed to be, basically. Ooh, you know what that brings me to? Mm. The menstrual cycle. Mm, the best form of release. Here I am, period girl. <laughs> <laughs> I literally love talking about menstruation. Such a change from who I was. But 
seriously people are sleeping on how important it is to honor your period and honor that time that you have to feel everything that you've been suppressing yes okay so um i i i'm honestly period girl number two maybe (laughs) (laughs) because i i love it like okay i started wearing these period undies called um the brand is Thinks. I don't know if they're problematic or not. Or not, I can't tell anymore. Uh, but they work for me. <laughs> um, but if you know, if you find something that you don't like about them, there's other period undie brands. I don't know if they're as good as them. I haven't tried them. But anyway, so I started wearing these period undies about like two, two and a half years ago, and I haven't like bought any tampons or used any tampons or used any pads or bought any pads since then I literally like let my body free bleed into these Ooh, undies wow. and it's just I I feel like it's changed my relationship to my body like I'm more aware of my my blood and what my blood looks like I'm more aware of just my period in general and what comes up and like the sensations that I get before my period what comes up during my period um and i feel like you like you touched right on it you like um all the suppressed feelings emotions and shit that we have not you know dealt with comes up in dreams and you know feelings emotions everything just like rises up to be released during that time exactly and it's insane because you know if you've had a stressful month if you had a stressful time your body will will literally like reflect that Mm -hmm. and and it's the times where I have like the hardest cramps or my body's like hey you haven't been resting I'm literally going to (laughs) to give you such bad cramps so that you have no choice but to rest and love yourself and actually care for yourself and actually slow the fuck down and not like pretend to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's crazy what comes up. Like for me, it's a lot of um, any, any like trauma specifically that has to do with my womb, like sexual trauma is a lot of what comes up for me to deal with. Um, on really hard moons or just when I'm on my moon in general. I can definitely resonate with that too. That definitely comes up for me a lot. And even just like, you know, when I look at it, <laughs> look at my yoni, <laughs> I'm always like, wow, there's so many things here that I haven't discovered yet. And when I'm on my period, like gives me time to really see okay what's coming out of me what does it look like like I really spend a lot of time just being with myself in that area and then I'm like okay this makes sense why I was feeling this way months ago and that's definitely a way to connect to your divine feminine as well because we're literally we can have the option to create life and that's like insane I always think about how crazy that it's insane we can create life right and then like not just um you know not just like a physical being but also like that's where your creative energy lies like yes that's where it starts um something that i oh my god okay so 
there's this healer. Their name is uh, Muse Medicina on Instagram. Their actual name is Eutimia, Eutimia Montoya. Um, and they had a, um, what was it? I don't remember what the, oh, I don't remember what the offering was, but um, they had this offering and it was like a guided womb healing meditation. Oh, I think it was like a webinar, a free webinar that they did. Um, and then after this webinar, I ended up taking a class with them because I just felt like, oh my God, like this person is so powerful at what they do. And like, I, it's just, just really resonated. But this free webinar that they had was like a womb healing exercise. Um, that was at the beginning of the webinar. And they literally guided us through connecting to our, our womb to our throat and allowing like what needed to come out to come out at that moment and i seriously I, you know i've done meditations i've done guided meditations i've done little meditations and i was not expecting what happened like i was on the floor as they guided us to do um kind of like in a birth giving position uh, kind of like squatting legs open um, and like tuned into my room and then just like visualizing the energy from my room going up up and out through my throat and I just like sobbed and hummed because I could I wasn't in a physical space where I could scream and I just felt so much anger and so much sorrow and so much grief come up and there were like tears running down my face but what came out of my mouth was just like this really deep hum and it was like a physical um manifestation of what my womb was holding and i just like have never experienced that and i felt like in that moment i just gave voice to a lot of what the womb holders in my lineage had been carrying to what i I had been carrying to all the repressed sexual trauma to all just like the repressed everything um wow and specifically it was like very powerful for me because I'm not, um, anger is really hard for me to express and really hard for me to release because I'm afraid of being, you know, too angry or too aggressive or, you know, I'm afraid of hurting, of being like wrathful, I guess. Um, and it was really powerful for me to release that anger and that grief and that frustration out through this hum. Um, and just give it a, a voice that wasn't, you know, malevolent, that wasn't um, evil, but that was still angry and powerful and real, I guess. Wow, that is a beautiful story. And honestly, thank you for sharing that because whew, <laughs> it just made me feel a lot of feelings too. And when I say you and I are so similar, I really mean that because I don't know what it is, but sometimes like deep ancestral things will just come out. They will come out. So when you were talking about your hum, it reminded me of when I was doing some grieving and I was like in a really bad place. This was also when I was in Denmark and I just started singing, but it didn't sound like my voice at all. 
and I was just singing these deep tones, just really grieving my voice and my pain. But also at the same time, it didn't feel like it was me. And I was like, who is this? And I remember just sobbing, but it felt so good to let it out. So I'm proud of you. I'm I'm proud of you. (laughs) And like, I'm for sure 100% certain that was some ancestry coming through and like guiding you to to release this um yeah, yeah those are like beautiful ass experiences and moments mm-hmm. i think this is a good good stopping point for us yes honestly i'm happy <laughs> me too i really liked how this came out and i'm very excited to continue to do this i'm actually just gonna post this right away um but yeah want to take a moment and thank anybody that tunes in um thank you for being here thank you for listening um i hope you felt seen i hope you felt safe i hope you felt heard um and i just you know what i just hope you felt something (laughs) (laughs) me too really we're all on this journey together even if we don't know it yeah all right thank you ash period that was a good one yeah all right i'm gonna log off and hit you through that okay bye bye